<laughs> I hate this nigga, y'all. <laughs> I swear, I had no clue. He just started whistling. <laughs> well, welcome to It's a Motherfucking Thing podcast. It's your girl, the one and only Storm. Here hey. with my annoying ass, <laughs> old ass co-host. It's your boy, Ellie to the O-N. What's good? 313, representer. What up? Doe. Fuck. Detroit, nigga. <laughs> Except for CC and her people, because... Oh, whoa. Relax. That's what up, CC? Go. How you doing, baby? <laughs> oh, I always like giving a shout-out every time your name is said. That's all. You're annoying. I'm going to test that theory one time. I'm going to just have an episode where I say it like 20 times. Just to see what happens. So, how you been, Leon? Good. I'm. Listen, running a bar is very tiresome. Um... It's still fun. Don't get me wrong. I'm not burnt out whatsoever, but just dealing with um, different personalities and and it's like, it's not a bad thing. Of course. I mean, just working customer service in general and just working. Um, it's, it's tiresome sometimes like niggas get to you. So sometimes I just have to Especially stop responding. Like, it's drunk people too. Yeah. Although I feel like the energy at our bar is, I mean, no, it's, I mean, it's cool. It's just, it's the it's not even it's not even really the customers, it's not the patrons. Oh. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. I mean I, it's I still, still love them. I yeah. love them all to death, but sometimes it just work my nerves. Yeah, that's I mean all. like I mean, especially like these are also your people's. Yeah, that's what so I'm saying. So it's like it's yeah. different. Like y'all are also like working together. But, and but no, it's not like, no, and it's not even them. So that's the crazy thing about it. So it's I like, don't know what his issue is, y'all. Yeah. I'm trying it's, to listen, it's not really it's I mean, it's just being someone who creates, like, scheduling and mm-hmm. trying to make sure everyone's getting money, stuff like that. I mean, that's that could be a difficult situation, but everybody don't want this money, dog. And but that's everybody it. Wanna, everybody want to eat, though. Yeah, it is. But, you know, it is what it is, though. But, you know, just a little bar, you know what I'm saying? Old Town East, 890 Oak Street, you know. You know, some slight, some slight. Nothing too crazy, um, black on business, you know, that's what we do. You know. <laughs> no big deal. No big deal, nothing crazy. But, you know, we were talking about eating, so, you know, I have oh. quite an interesting story I heard about. So, you know, Popeyes recently, in the last couple of weeks, released their new chicken sandwich with a little less homophobic ingredients than chick-fil-a's i don't know what that really means but i'm just gonna i'm, <laughs> I'm gonna just saying like it. i'm naming the perks the differences in their, in okay. their business strategy uh, okay so a lot of people have been not a lot like hella hella people have been thirsty as fuck for this sandwich okay. i still haven't tried it um i've heard mixed reviews not, nobody's saying like it's bad or anything but i've just heard some mixed reviews on what people prefer versus like Popeyes or Chick Fil A, um, but it's getting serious out here, my friend. Listen, um, it's getting pretty serious. It's, it's a point where it's kind of like, damn, I don't think anything's that good. So I, I, before before we even go into the into the whole story, um, have you tried it yet? No. Can I ask why? Um, one, I've been trying to cut. Most importantly, I've been cutting fast food out of my diet. Okay. Okay. Um, two. I'm just not, like, it's almost annoying to me at this point, and right. I'm also not, I'm just not that desperate for, like, especially with, like, now, it's, like, I actually had two coworkers who two days last week were gone for, like, almost two hours trying to get these sandwiches. Hmm. 
So it's just like, it's not that serious to me. And I just, I don't know, like having not been eating fast food all like that, the idea of eating fast food kind of makes me sick to my stomach at this point. Really? Yeah. So, okay. So if you were eating fast food at this point, would you have tried it? I don't, I will say the hype of it makes me almost not want to try it. I will okay. say that if it wasn't Understood. so, like the first couple of days probably would have, cause we talked yeah, yeah, about, like yeah. we talked about it, like, you know, like I'm sure. sure it's good. Like yeah. I, I mean, my coworkers did get it the second time they went. Okay. So like it did look good. Yeah. It's just, I mean, I feel like when you know, like I grew up around people who could cook. Right. So nah, it's like, that, it's kind of like, sense. damn, like, I'm really not that pressed. Like, I could go ask right. my mama to make me a chicken sandwich if I was really that thirsty. Got it, got it. Well, I mean, I've tried it. I mean, it was it was good, definitely. I'm not going to say that. Um, is it better, you know, the whole situation with being better than Chick-fil-A? It is. See, but, and I'm also biased because Chick-fil-A messed up. Like, I asked for extra pickles on my sandwich, and they only, they didn't give me none. And the thing said extra pickles. So, I was like, I, the last time I had Chick-fil-A. Oh. So, I was like, I'm already going to be biased because they pissed me off. But, it's not better than Wendy's. Now, Wendy's, Wendy's spicy chicken, chicken sandwich slabs. It's good. It's, I'll it's just fire. Say that. I'll say that. But, um, I digress and just want to, you know, get your insights on it. But, what's going on with these niggas? Not Look, like, like I said, I know that it was all fun and games at first. You know, everybody, you know, the, the social media war between Chick-fil-A and Popeye's. That was real cute for a minute. But people just always take shit a little too far. And in Houston, a man pulled a gun on Popeye's employees after learning that they ran out of chicken sandwiches. And I've yet to think of one food item that I would be willing to pull a gun out on somebody for. Like, definitely not definitely not Popeye's. Mm. Like, the sandwich yeah. can't be that good, my nigga. Like, it can't yeah, be Yeah, no, nah, I, ain't, I ain't up in a strap on somebody. This nah, not. it's not. But like you basically you said you're willing to do jail time over this sandwich. Like, you ready to kill somebody for a sandwich that is... That you could go make at home. Pretty good. Yeah, no, you can make it at home if you're, if you're skilled enough. But, yeah, I'm never up on the strap on somebody for sure. But, yeah, so apparently it was a group of people who went into the restroom and... Or the restaurant... And one man pulled the gun out on the employees, but they don't know who it was. They don't have what? the suspects. Um, they said That's they left crazy. in a SUV, I believe. But did they get... So, the question is, did they get a sandwich? Look, nigga, if you ran out of the sandwiches, we ran out of the sandwiches, motherfucker. Oh, like, I don't know what you want. <laughs> I mean, but certain places within... I know, um, if you live in the Columbus area, they still got some chicken sandwiches. The one off um, in Gahanna, off Hamilton. Yep, they, they had. That's where my coworkers had to go. And then the one in um, the one on campus, they still got it. I heard that today. Yeah, but they don't have it at, on one sixty one because I was just there like a few days ago. I wasn't like trying to get that because, but I like chicken strips from Popeyes. You yeah you it. you already told me you have been making your own chicken. Sandwiches. I've been making. I've been doing this Leon. for a long time. So ain't the the real OG. The real one. You feel me? That's <laughs> but nah, um, I just. It just gets to a point where it's like, I, I I can't speak for previous generations, but it does seem we live in a generation where shit gets so escalated. Like, it, it can't right. just be fun and games. Like, it already was kind of, it got to a point where it was annoying already, like, how pressed people were for this sandwich. And then for you to, like, pull out a gun over a sandwich, my nigga, like, God himself better have made that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. 
That is a fact. Like, and even then, I don't know, because God gonna be like, bitch, you really gonna pull this out? Like, listen, I, I don't think I would ever be super pressed for anything like that. Um, yeah, nah, that's, I don't even think that's even my character. Mm-mm. It's not, I just don't see myself being like, you know what? I need this sandwich so bad that I need to try to kill somebody for it. I need to rob like, somebody. Like, they for went it. in there ready to shoot somebody. Like, he had the gun on him. He was ready. He's like, if these motherfuckers. He knew that there was a, a high chance that he was not going to be able to get this sandwich. So, I'm wondering, so, you know, nowadays everything goes viral and things like that. I'm wondering if this was like a, a stunt. Mm, I haven't seen any video footage of it, so I don't know. Because but they, they, I mean, they know they're going to get caught uh, if they yeah. put that shit out. They gonna... But, I mean, even the Popeyes, like, I'm sure there was cameras in the Popeyes and it hasn't What's even you, been released. Do you think... But, I mean, I wouldn't, I would not, like I, I, like I was saying, I was like, that's part of the annoying ass part right. to me is that it feels like so much of this is just, like, people don't even want this sandwich because they actually want to try it. They just yeah. want the clout of being able to say they got it. I got the sandwich, yeah. Yeah, like. I'm going in it. Listen, if I'm ever going to hype over a food, like, I'm going to eat it. I'm not going to be like, oh, because I had it. It was great. I'm hey, not doing I ain't going to hold you because I was excited when Wendy's brought their spicy chicken nuggets back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, like, I still it. haven't actually ordered any. I, I mean, was, I, I ordered excited. So, when they... So, actually, I didn't even know they ordered were bringing them back. My homie told me about it. So, I was like, oh, word. That's dope. I mean, I still waited maybe, like, two weeks to, yeah. in order to get it. I mean, I got them. And I smashed Look. them. There is With certain barbecue sauce that's so fire right now. I don't like their new barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce is so fire. I like sweet barbecue sauce. That's probably why. That's I don't know. Like I do too because I love sweet baby Ray. So I don't know oh, why. You but tripping, but I don't. Man. This is I, good. It, I maybe it's not thick enough. I don't know what it mm. is. But it's so I can't pinpoint what's different to me about it. Right. And I also may just not like change. I'm not against that idea either. Like that may just be my problem. Yeah, that, that's it. You, need you to know up. I am a Taurus. Yeah. It's like I'm, I, I'm the same rude. way. No, I'm rooted I'm the same in way. that. I'm the same at least way. I can admit that it might just be me. But lately, I've only like the last time I had Wendy's. I think I just only got their honey mustard, and like just called it a day because I was like, I don't even want y'all's barbecue sauce. It's wow. Trash. Like it just it don't even look the same to me no more. I'm very unhappy with it. <laughs> but no, like. I ain't gonna hold you like there are like women in my families are like um big shout out to Mrs. Hooks. Anything of hers. I actually almost fought my roommate. Um this woman's like a second mom to me. Right. She makes she's just an amazing cook in general. And I remember when I was living with my two best friends, David and Charles. David and Charles. What's up, David and Charles? No, nah, because fuck Charles in this story. Uh, well, fuck Charles in this story. Because <laughs> fuck you, my Charles. Dang it, I was trying to give you what's Um, No, we'll do that at the end of the show because I love that nigga, but I hated him this day. No. Um, So I, I'm, you know, like two weeks go by and I keep noticing like a bag of food in the fridge, right? Right. So... Um, our friend Cam was like, oh, like, so it's like two weeks after I'm seeing this food all the time. He's like, you right. never said anything about like the food, uh, my mom sent over. Cause his, this is his mom. I'm like, oh, what do you mean? Like what food? Cause right. now I'm pissed. Cause I'm like, what do you mean? Like you brought food over here. Cause now I'm mad at him. So I'm at his neck. He's like, no, I gave Charles plates for you specifically. I'm like, what? What? Mm. So I'm like, Charles! Like, I'm flipping out. I'm going off. Like, that's how good her... Like, I'm going to flip out of her. He's like, oh, I forgot. Nigga, you forgot? You forgot? (laughs) Bitch, what? Like, I don't even call men bitches, but like, bitch, what? Wow. Like, I really wanted to be his ass. Like, that's how good her food is. 
But even then, like, Damn, I wouldn't bro. have shot. I wouldn't have shot my nigga. Like, Damn, Charles. We say that a lot about Charles. Damn, Charles. <laughs> Charles gets that a lot. <laughs> I thought I had your back, dog. But you couldn't in this one? I couldn't. Yeah, that's two things. It's two things you don't mess with. You mess with my money. You don't mess with my, my food. food. Like, <laughs> it's all. I'm a simple woman. <laughs> like, it could all be so simple. Oh, damn, Charles. Damn, Charles. <laughs> that might be the name of the episode. <laughs> damn, Charles. <laughs> damn, that's got to be. Shout out to Charles. You inspired Shout us. Shout out to Charles. Um, but no, so transitioning from that silly little story, (laughs) um, I don't know if y'all remember, but I want to say maybe a year or so ago, um, there was a story out about Nate Parker and rape allegations from when he was in college. So mm-hmm, this is... Mm-hmm. It, it no, it's I more, think this was during it, Birth of a Nation. I was going to say, so it's probably more nation. than a yeah, year so ago. So it's been a couple yeah. of years. Right. But, um... Because he directed this. Birth of a Nation, yeah. yep. And it was actually a really, really good movie. Right. It was really good, right. too. Um, but of course, you know, and once again, never to, like, downplay rape or anything yeah, yeah. by any means, at, personally as an advocate against sexual violence... But, um, you know, things do tend to come to the light mm-hmm. when people have big things going on. Right, right. Which is what happened in this situation. Old allegations um, came out. Now, keep in mind, um, this was stemming from when he was in college. It's like 2007. Yeah, when he was a sophomore at Penn State University. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He was accused of sexual assault. Um, now, he was acquitted. It's very important. Yep. Um, now the issue was, so this is all happening right, not right when, like, it's not right when the Me Too movement was becoming a thing, but it was pretty, it was getting pretty, a lot of, a lot of attention. Um, so when Mr. Parker said that he was falsely accused and had been vindicated by the court, um, that didn't go over too well. But, okay. With, now, once again, not. I think it's once it's looking at both sides of it, right? Um, in this situation, because from his point of view, if he and his spirit knows that he did not do this, right? Obviously, he feels like justice happened, right? However, for a lot of men and women, right, their accuser can be found not guilty or be acquitted. Yeah, just and like small, not, de- most right. smallest details, right? right you know, right. so it's it's one of those um, going into it, and like I, I can see both sides of it now. So, the reason why this is getting brought back up is that um, Nate Parker actually apologized for being tone deaf. Okay. Is what he said towards um, after the allegations had came up. Okay. So, I thought that, I personally thought it was really interesting and taking the accountability is really important to me. Yeah, um, no, for I, sure. Like I said, he was found, he was acquitted by the court. So, I really. I don't know enough about the charges to really feel one way or another. I know okay. that I know it can go both ways. I know people yeah, can be sure. acquitted and still have done it. Yeah. And I know he could very well not done it at yeah, all. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what I, I'm not going to speak on the situation only because from what I remember, it's just so sticky and it's one of those... I don't even want no parts don't of it. Touch it yeah. I don't even want no nah, parts of it. Um, I agree. I agree. And you don't know, I'm it. you know, I normally have, I have no problem talking about anything. <laughs> You're right. That's the about the damn thing. But this is definitely one of those situations that... Um, like I said, I get both sides. Yeah. So I thought that that was um, really interesting. But it is, um, especially. 
I mean, I guess after I'm trying to think, when did Birth of a Nation come out? I'm about to let me actually Google that while I'm thinking about it. But it's kind of weird that it took so long for him to recognize. Um, so Birth of a Nation came out in 2016. Yep. So a little bit over two years, two and a half years. And his it, rape charges would have been in 1999. Yeah. So. The rape charge. <clears throat> um, oh wow. Okay, yeah. well, he, I didn't realize. Oh, I didn't realize. You yeah, know, well, yeah, he was born in 1979. Okay, yeah, so that makes sense. Oh, so, he only had a couple of years younger than yeah, my mama. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I guess it kind of does make sense. I mean, well, no, sorry. Let me take a step back. So, rewind. Yeah, I rewind real fast on y'all niggas. Um, I, I don't understand why it took him so long to realize the shit that he said was kind of. I mean, it, 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 it is insensitive um, due to the fact that. That person could still be grieving from that. Uh, now, one problem I do have is the fact that this man did produce something gr- so great. Um, and now that went on deaf ears because of the fact that someone brought up old allegations. It sucks. It stinks that people are out there just trying to kill someone's career. There are critics and stuff like that that do this all the time. Right. The fact that this was brought up and like this man, even though this man was acquitted, um, but the fact that it came up during the time that he was making such a um, some some big noise pertaining to something important within, important not, within just, not even just within our community, within, but the within United States, yeah. right? The so, whole United States. Like so, like was, the fact that someone did that, like it's kind of it's trash to be quite honest. I'm gonna be honest. It. It finally made me understand to an extent what people were saying about like, oh, it's I, it's just feeling like it was ironic that people, women were coming forth about Bill Cosby. Yeah, 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 for sure. Even though I don't agree with it because I do feel like Bill Cosby did drug women. Um, I have a whole story about that, but, but it's, yeah. it's for another day. Yeah, but it's yeah. like it finally made because at the time I couldn't under like I never really understood like, that why kind of, all like, this stuff. Like, but so the story with Bill Cosby and I guess I'll speak on it a little bit just because I know a little bit of the background. Of it, so there were comedians. This has been like something that's been going on for years mm-hmm. upon years upon years. That Bill Cosby is not the man that we all think he right. is. He's not that. He's not he Cliff Huxtable. Right. He's not that guy. He's you know what I'm saying he he is they, like people kept saying like he's a monster. But the fact is, people kept laughing it off because it's being said by comedians. It's being said on the stage to make people laugh. So when it came to the forefront after. Um, and I believe it was his attempts to purchase a um, a TV network. Mm-hmm. It just all of a sudden now the allegations like more people are coming out of the woodwork and stuff like this. So the fact like I think it's once again I think it's trash because they the media will build you up only just to break you down for sure. And that happens more often than not, more than you actually think. Well, especially so. now because there's so much more access to yeah, sure. every, yeah, everything. Everything that. It's almost impossible to hide. Like you would have to have something completely expunged, and even then, somebody mm-hmm. gonna find, find something. Find it, yeah. So you know, um, but I, I wanted to talk about this um, one because yeah, shout out to him and Spike Lee because yeah. they're actually like part they're of movie, why. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's called American Skin. Okay. Um, Parker's gonna play an ex marine who watches a police officer kill his unarmed teenage son mm. during a traffic stop. When justice is not served, Parker's character, Lincoln Jefferson, decides to take matters into his own hands. Oh, so we become a cop killer. It kind of, it, it almost reminds me, I think it'll be a less 
graphic or violent version of um, the movie with a law-abiding citizen. Oh, that was a dope-ass movie. That was a movie. great movie. That was a dope-ass movie. I hated Jamie Foxx in it. Um, one, because... Not that I just I couldn't unsee Jamie as Jamie Foxx. Like I couldn't like I couldn't see mean? just his character. Like you know with certain actors you see the actual person like the character, mm-hmm. and then there's char- like our actors who so you see only them. Like you so see, like you saw the like, like if the I see J Lo, yeah. If I see okay. J Lo in a movie, I'm gonna think, oh that's J Lo. I'm not there's gonna Jamie be like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, not yeah. Okay. Like, I'm not seeing you. her character the death. Um, but I also just didn't care. Like I was more on Gerard Butler's side. I didn't feel like he actually did shit wrong. <laughs> Cause I like I felt like, but it's You're I mean the reality. <laughs> I feel like it was the reality, but it's convinced. it's a reality for a lot of things. It's like yeah. Jamie's character cared about making sure he his winning streak was continuing, so mm-hmm. he was more concerned about okay, well I want I want it to look like I win ninety seven percent of my cases, so I'm a, I'm going to push your push you to take this plea deal, even though one the person who actually raped your wife and killed the, your uh, daughter. He gets off completely, right? And then like all this other stuff. So it was just it was um. So I could understand Gerard Butler's. And now obviously it's a very extreme way to go about yeah, everything yeah, yeah, that he sure. did. But I I just I didn't emphasize it. But I love the movie. I love right. the. Movie. Could you imagine if that movie came out now? Because with the black lawyer and then with the white guy being really interesting, like like the bad guy per se. Like mm-hmm. it's I don't know how well that would go over. In this day and time, to be quite honest. Yeah, because it actually was like it, I was still in high school when that came out. Mm, so, okay. Yeah, yeah. so I. Yeah, it was I just, still before this, like everything became a, a big deal. So, yeah, yeah, so. Um, but I also brought up the Nate Parker case mm. because of the fact of Dave Chappelle's um, new stand up came out on the 26th. Fucking fire, number one. Fire. Um, now, there was only one part... That, I don't want to say I disliked it, because it wasn't that I disliked it. It's like I felt like I kept waiting for the point to be made. And I'm... Is that the beginning? The Michael uh, Jackson part. Like, I, there are certain parts. And, like, even though... Like, I'm not... It's not even him saying he didn't feel that Michael Jackson didn't ever sexually assault kids. Right. Because I actually believe Michael Jackson was asexual, personally. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he had any sexual desires or not actuality. But um, it wasn't that. It was... There were certain comments that I just, I personally didn't find funny. And I was like, and, it, and I, I always go, like, Dave Chappelle was actually who taught me how to, in his Bill Cosby one, I had to rewatch it when it right. first came out. Right. Because at first I was just like, okay, this isn't funny. Like, I found right. nothing funny about rape. Yeah. And jokes about it. Yeah. But then realizing the bigger picture of what he was doing. Right. I was like, okay, I can chuckle at this or I can, I can see, like, I didn't have a bad feeling about Dave it. Dave Chappelle is a thinking comic. Yeah, for so, sure. Like, you have to watch it a few times to fully understand where he's coming from. Right. But, so what were your issues pertaining so to? So, it was the, the comment about, um, one, the victim blaming, even though I feel like, to an, one, because I've watched other standards of his where he's addressed other people victim blaming but he states in it that he is a victim victim blamer blamer. he does say that and but it was like it that and it i mean that doesn't make an excuse it didn't bother me personally because i like and having been through like Mm -hmm. having been sexually assaulted before like i'm in a place in my life where i'm not that sensitive anymore about Mm -hmm. it but i know for other people like that can be very triggering right and then the comments um with the Kids being like, well, I mean, even if it did happen, it's still Michael Jackson. Yeah, it's Michael Jackson who yeah, yeah, sucked yeah, your yeah, dick. Yeah, like, right. eh, 
like, or then it was like, um, but he, it was also comes like, cause I, I did agree with the part where he's like, I mean, half of us in this room have been blessed and all we got was awkward Thanksgivings. That, that kind of made me chuckle because of the truth and reality yeah, of no, it. No, it's facts. Yeah. Um, but it was just, it was like the rape for me is one of those things that's still really touchy on making it not right. like to be like, Oh, well let's just joke about it. It is right. very like. And not even because of how I feel personally, it's that I know there are people who are really triggered. Right. So, and keep in mind, I went into Dave Chappelle, like I said, I was waiting for that moment of clarity of like, okay, okay this all makes sense. So I personally didn't get it and I may just need to rewatch it. Okay. But everything else I thought was actually fucking hilarious. So he, basically he was, and this is just my personal point of view from it. He was basically saying like, why all of a sudden these allegations just come out of nowhere. I think they were getting brought up again. Because I, I do agree that it was crazy that we've all... The Michael Jackson situation has been addressed. Numerous and, like, times. Numerous times. It's not, like, it's not like people have never done any type of documentary or right. any type of show or whatever on this situation. Right. I did find it really interesting that Oprah decided to yeah. reopen this whole thing. Um, and it did also seem ironic that... Uh, he um <clears throat> that it came after the R. Kelly situation. So and so what I was saying, like he it, the reason why he brought it up is because he's like, how can a first off, Michael Jackson has been passed away for almost ten years. All of a sudden, now we want to create some documentary stating Michael Jackson did this, Michael Jackson did that. Where they had these two guys with no, and we I don't know what their credibility is. Like mm-hmm. I don't get. I understand you know they they were you know big fans of his this that this and the third and the type of things that they were saying was for like a, it was it was wild. Mm-hmm. It was like wild. It was some wild shit. Like you. I, and I don't know if you ever watched the no. Finding Neverland, whatever the hell it and was I called. Won't. I watched like so. I watched the ver- the first like part one of it. It was so dis like, and I don't get disturbed by anything. It was so disturbing listening to the things that they were saying. It I couldn't even watch the second part. The, and the fact that he and the re- he brought it up, he was like, "What? So what? Like, what was the whole point of bringing this up? Like." Are we going to dig this man up and put him on trial? Like you're doing this because of just like why? What do you, what is your reasoning behind it? But like that was the reason. Yeah, and I get that, but it's like even then the argument can be like because if it were to be true, then right. these people deserve. But they it came out that it weren't true. true. Right. And HBO figured this out. They was like, I mean, I think it's still there, but. They figured, they was like, I'm we can't promote this anymore. Yeah, we, I was like, it died down. down. I was it like, it died, died down, down really quick. So like so the fact so that and I think that's why he brought that up. Now there was one thing that I had to watch it twice for the Dave Chappelle special mm-hmm. that I didn't understand, but then I got it. It was the very, very beginning when he was talking about Anthony Bourdain. Mm-hmm. And then he was talking about the guy that he met. That he knew from like back in the hood. Yeah. So at first I was like, damn, like he really about to talk about someone who just committed suicide. Okay. Like I can't believe he's about to do this right now. I can't believe he's about to do I, this right now. 
and I and I kind of went on. I went deaf on it. Like really? I, I list, I listened to it, but I wasn't really paying attention to it. Then I listened to it again, and then it made sense. Like I put it together yeah. on what he was talking about. I feel like his whole point with that, and it's actually it was really it was interesting because for me, I actually had the opposite. Not to say like oh it was ha ha funny to me, yeah. but it was like this moment of I've actually have had coworkers who are like I don't understand why rich people commit suicide because it's like what could be so bad about your life yeah. because the reality is is we all have our own struggles we Absolutely. all have our own traumas um some less than others some worse than others right. you know like not like I, I hate to be like the person who like plays like oh well yours isn't that bad like i'm not yeah. here to do that but it's just like the reality of the situation is it's like some people have been through more been dealt a more difficult hand of cards Absolutely. you know but it's all about how you play yep. your cards you know so People, you have a shitty hand in poker and still win. Yeah, absolutely. No, like, no, for this sure. This is actually that's somebody fact. who's never played poker in their no, life, but, but I, but it's, it's, you know, it's yeah, it's all you how you play yeah. your hand. It is all how, and it's how you play your hand and then what other cards are being, being dealt, dealt at the time. Right. right. So, um, I, I see, and once again, this is a situation where I see both sides. Yeah, no, for because sure. Because having the, just the reality of like, you know, every, everybody has their own struggles in life. So there's struggles mm-hmm. that obviously poor people have that are rich people will just never understand like right, you, exactly. you you can't relate to unless you were previously poor and you know right at some point in life but at the same time having money doesn't fix a lot of things mm-hmm. now i would probably be a lot less stressed out and absolutely have a lot less you know on my plate and be able to play my hand of cards better that i already have if money wasn't an issue absolutely so i get both sides of it um, but I feel like that was kind of this point of like, you know, nigga, I know some niggas who really, I, yeah. I've been wondering why they have it. But it's like, and, it, and once again, it's like Dave has a wonderful way of taking situations where you like, oh, motherfucker. Like, yeah, we, like this, really, is, this is where we're going. All right. Well, but, then, I'm here. <laughs> we're here. We are here. We're here now. Like you yeah. said, I clicked on your face. I, I, yeah. <laughs> we, we here now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the alphabet people took me a minute. Oh, yeah, to, no, no, that was hilarious. Yo, but it took me a minute. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean the alphabet people? And yo. then he's, I was like, I was... Yeah. He said, like, that motherfucker took 20% of the alphabet <laughs> just to claim it as yours. Like, Look, that shit was funny. And when he, when he was like, and the G's just don't like the L's. <laughs> I don't know why, but... I wouldn't wear that. I was yeah. like, nigga, baby. And then, and, and then the, and when he said, like, the L's and the G's really don't like, like the, the B's. B's. I, was I was like, like you not wrong. What? And then the T's. There's not another bathroom for yeah. four states for you. What did I do? Yeah, well, yeah so, but no. That had me... That happy week. And then when he was talking about the, uh, the Q's or whatever the case may be, now, <laughs> that was funny, too, because it's like... Damn, like they really like, but he broke it down so much to the T. It was like, can you really argue this you point? Can't argue like you cannot argue this what he's point. Saying. So it and was really good. He he definitely did his thing on this. I thought, um, and just even the term, like they were talking about. Um, well, no. So the part of the reason why I wanted to talk about his okay. special after okay. the Nate Parker because we can yeah. talk about the actual all show day, all yeah, day, all day long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was the idea, like, where he points out the fact that people are so sensitive. Like, when he when he has the audience thinking that he's talking about Trump, mm-hmm. but really he's like, no, I'm talking about all of y'all. Yeah, like, y'all up. No, because um, it's... We are a sensitive-ass audience at this point in time. I'm going to be honest. I, I think we're not... I mean, I think we've been sensitive as people for quite some time. Um, 
and right, what I'm about to say right now, I apologize to anyone who's ever going this, through this. This, uh, this is going to be our first sound bite. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize for anyone who ever, who, like, bullying is... Oh, my God. <laughs> bu- bullying is something that I felt make people stronger. Mm-hmm. It should, okay? Yeah. The fact that someone can't take what someone else is saying is asinine to me. It's yeah. asinine, as a 10, as 11, as a 12. It just don't, it don't make sense to me. Now, we live in an era, we live in a day and age where people can get on social media instead of it being a school thing or being on a bus thing. It's like a not, become, you can't escape it. You can't escape it. So it's like people tag, like yeah. they, they build on top of that, on top of that. But the fact that People cannot um, unplug. Yeah, that's what that's what irritates me because you a lot. So you're allowing this to happen to yourself. You're not uh, like you can remove yourself from the situation. You definitely can. I'll say anybody sixteen and older. I'll give you this because like I hear like the cases where it's like the young kids who are like are made fun of because rather they've already identified as being gay or like they're just being like those are like because it's also it's just like. There's certain situations I've heard, like, that's traumatic as fuck. But it's not. I'm telling... Okay, so, th- listen. So, I come from an era where we did that. We we said... No, we, we I mean, I still, I still grew up in... I mean, like, my nobody made fun of me because I was gay or anything. Right, but, right. like, you know, I, I was a little light-skinned girl growing right. up in a predominantly black neighborhood. But, like, but it's like, easy, but it, No, though. but, like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I, like, I agree. Like, when you, the first, like, when you first brought up the bullying mm-hmm. aspect, I was like, no, nah, nigga, I agree because, like... All it is, like, nobody can make fun of me now because I'll be like, I'm not, exactly. or like, it's just like, I'll be like, first of all, I'm going to make jokes about myself before you can even say exactly. it. Exactly. And then I'm also just like, and I, I mean, we all have things we sensitive about, but it's yeah. like, typically it's like, the only people I'm going to be like, uh, upset with or like, feel some type of way about for poking at those things that I'm actually sensitive like about are the people, know. are the, exactly, yeah. like, don't call me no white girl. Right. Like, if you actually know me. That's a sure way for me to just cut you out of my life because right, for sure. that really does bother me. Got you. But like if somebody else, I'm gonna be like, you want to fight me? Yeah. <laughs> like because it's, it's not that deep coming right. from somebody who I don't know. Exactly. And I, I'm and this is not at all to condone bullying. And if I, if I found out like if one day I ever have kids, right? And I found out that they were being bullies, like I'm gonna be like, nigga, like why? Why? Let me show you first. Of all, I'll show you how to do it real quick. Like let's do like, real bullying, real fast. Let's really then, rip each other. Yeah, like, go right. like you know, because I, I'm not going to condone it, but it's right. also like I, I, the social media aspect does make it to the point it where does make it, it feels like, especially when it probably first started happening. I can understand that feeling of like it was such a new concept that right. it's like, oh, like this is something I can't. And it's also it's like, I and I, coming in from somebody who like, there's times where it's like I've, I've had moments where it felt like I couldn't. Even though I knew logically, it's like, just just walk away. Just mm-hmm. turn around. It's like, you almost are like, you're in such shock that it's like, oh my God. Like, I just want, I have to see everything that's being said. Now looking at it as an adult, first of all, fight me. Like, I really did get to that point in high school of just being like, if you're not going to fight me, nothing you have to say about me really matters. Right. And the, every year of my life, I feel like I got, I not even the fight me aspect, it's just realizing like, even if somebody takes, like, because I've seen people be bullied on things that they confide in, in people about yeah, or whatever. Yeah, sure. And it's like, if you take, and I've actually told somebody this, because I remember I had a friend who was like, 
you know, I just feel like you're so open and like, I feel like I have to protect you because you don't know how people might use that against you. And I was like, or I just look at it like, if you take something that I shared and confided in you about, that's more right. of a reflection of you than it is me. That's true. So I'm comfortable in my testimony and every, like anything I share with somebody, I'm, I'm not ashamed of shit at this point in my life. Are there things yeah. I choose to keep private? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. No, I agree. But like, there's nothing somebody can say about me that at the end of the day, I'm going to allow other people to guilt me or make me right. feel like a terrible person. And I'm not saying I've always made the right decisions because I absolutely, there's some decisions I even be thinking now, like, damn, bitch, you still doing this shit. Like, fuck. <laughs> but you're not going to make me feel like I'm the only person who's ever done it or I'm doing the worst things in the world. My testimony is mine. If you don't like it, you don't have to do it, bitch. Right. Don't watch. No, I feel it. Turn it's, the show. It's <laughs> all this shit on TV. But it's, the reason why I say it's like is because growing up, we we knew who was you know homosexual. We do. We just knew it. Like, but I don't think we ever took it. Or, I mean, kids is gonna be kids. Kids is gonna say whatever the fuck they right. want to say because they really don't. They don't understand the concept of what they're even actually. Yeah. Like what they're they actually, actually don't even understand. They don't. They don't get it. And like we've called, we we said we called, and we said faggot. We called people gay. We've done all like we we've done all this, but I don't feel like the kids nowadays were raised to be tough. Yeah, they definitely. I feel like they're raised to be not or not even tolerant of what's happening. They're raised to show their emotions. Like okay, yeah, we were we showed our emotions, but we showed our emotions differently. Like, we were able to hash it out. Like, people don't fight not no more yeah. nowadays either. And like I'm, you said, like, we, like, if you felt like you got some, some crazy shit to say, it was good. It was, what's popping? Just throw these hands. We can but throw no these hands or we could go. But a lot of my people from New York, we can, you want to you wanna riff, we can riff. Like, yeah. we can really, like. But no one go. does that no more. No, yeah. no one know how to have, no one know how to have fun really anymore. the one thing i will the also is say out. is that social media takes a lot of the fun out of it because because people can be anonymous yeah i will say some of the shit that oh, yeah, people say yeah, that's, that's some of the shit that people do say like i i could my, um my best friend david and i actually had a conversation once about the fact of like celebrities probably should just have people who manage it's sad that it has to get to this point but they should probably just have people who manage their social media mm-hmm. because they are people who it's very like even just like with like doing the storm talks and us doing the podcast, and I'm right. sure you can relate with doing your podcast. Like it's yeah. hard. Like there's times where I really want to just take a month away from social media, but it's mm-hmm. not necessarily realistic. Like it is. Okay, it but really I, is, it though. is. It is to an extent, but it's like we do our hot topics. I get those off. So not to say I couldn't get them elsewhere, but I'm still gonna have to get on the internet or you know listen to something not- that's giving. Like, even, like, you don't have I, to be on social media to get you don't have to topics. Be, but it's like you're still impacted by the things that are going on in the world. Like, and that's once I'm an adult also. So it's yeah. like, I, yeah. bitch, bully me if you want. My people coming for your neck. Yeah. Even if I don't. Right. But, and I will come for your neck. Right. So, and I've had somebody who's actually like, stalk, like who was stalking me and would like write. And she was like throwing up things about like me being sexually. It's like, I, I don't know how she found out, but she found out I had been sexually assaulted when I was younger and like was un, under fake accounts saying this shit. Right. And even then, I also was like, I pulled up at her house and was like, "What's up?" Like, it got to that got to that point. Like, bitch, what's up? Like, you're not you're not anonymous. Like, yeah. So, but it's like, so I do agree. But it's just like, there's definitely times where it's like, you know, 
I feel like I look at the things that people say to celebrities or mm. even just like on the shade room and shit. And I'd be like, yo, y'all are wild. Like, because it's completely unnecessary. Like, even when... Because Cardi- they know they ain't going to pull up on them. That's the reason Right. Why. But it's like, but it's, but it's like, you can still do that to a regular person who technically could, but because you have the ability to be anonymous. Yeah. Like, it can be... And like, and that's just... That's the part that's crazy to me. It's like, I can block you. Because I yeah. shouldn't have to completely, like, if I'm a teenager and, you know, social media is a big deal or whatever, yeah. I shouldn't have to just not be on social media because people want to say foul shit. Right. I can no, block you, but you can make a new account. And it's like, it's that people, like, the thing that more so boggles me is that it's getting to a point where it's not even bullying. Right. Like, it's full-out harassment, shit, like, yeah. and it's just like... It, I mean, that is a form of harassment. So, like, this, and, I, and I'm kind of glad I don't have a cat, a kid right now. A cat? A cat, <laughs> a kid. The same, that, same thing. Same fucking thing. Because <laughs> I feel like my child would not have social media. Mm-mm. Yeah, My I kid agree. would not have social media until they were, A, mature enough to be able to handle social media. Like... I don't care how much they beg, how much, like for real, for real. Like I, chances are, I would, I probably would raise them the way my mom raised me. We playing outside. We playing you don't outside. Need no like yeah, you don't need none of that stuff. You don't need no phone. Like, I mean, my mom gave me a pager, but like I, I ain't gonna give my kid no goddamn pager right now. But <laughs> no, you have a phone for like safety reasons. Once like yeah, for I sure. Feel yeah, like, yeah. Once you start staying at home alone, are you start staying yeah, at yeah, like yeah. places? You, you like, able like spend the night at people's yeah. houses? Yeah. Um, but I, even then, I'm not going for that until probably middle school. In yeah. all honesty, and even then, I just because of the world we live in. Um, right. And if I do have kids, my kids going like everybody just gonna know my kids ain't the ones to mess with. Like they mom is crazy. Right. I'm like I don't even have kids yet, and I'm I'm protective, overprotective of my little sisters. So oh, yeah. I can only imagine how I would be about kids I actually gave birth to. But a different, it would probably be a different you, for sure, a different you. I'm a hot girl I guarantee. Still, but <laughs> but no, I would. I. I wish I, I could see my face. <laughs> His average annoyed with storm face. It was. <laughs> Nothing new. Y'all have seen it before. <laughs> um, but no, like, I definitely agree that people are sensitive. And mm-hmm. to it's definitely like, and the part that boggles my mind is the adults, though. Mm-hmm. Teenagers, whatever. Y'all emotional in general. Y'all yeah. dramatic y'all in get general. Hormones. You know, I'll, get, I'll let y'all slide. But, like, y'all turn into some bitch-ass adults. Like. She said it. I said it, and I meant it. And yeah, I it said is. what I said, and that's the baby on the baby. Like, I don't know what else to say to y'all. Like, That's what it is. Like, um, but... Uh, we're going to take a quick break, though. There it is. Um, and then we're going to get right into the topic, and then uh, then we're going to be out. So, yeah. uh, be back in two shakes. Listen, and we are back. Yeah. It's your boy, Ellie to the win. It's your girl, the one and only Storm. This is... Um, a it's a motherfucking, motherfucking thing. thing podcast. Wow. I your memory's slipping. You it really get old. Chill the fuck out. So, except the first thing to go is your mind. <laughs> no, actually, it's your sight. <laughs> How your sight then? You're bad. <laughs> Come with that. So, um, so it, like we say every um, every time we do a podcast, we each individually have our own questions and or topic that we want to discuss. Um, mine's a little bit more um, personal. No, not personal. It's just it's more thought provoking a little bit. Um, not really, but I had this crazy ass dream where I had a whole bunch of people that were in my life at one point in time where I just stopped for one 
rhyme or reason, just stop talking to him. Right. Um, it could have been just like mishaps or it just could have been failed relationships with females or males, friendships or um, sexual and in, in nature. Um, and like all of these people were in one dream, like together. Just popping up. Just popping up. I didn't, good. Like I didn't understand what was going on, so of course, me being the the later, the earliest of millennials, right? I had to Google this shit to understand because everything is Googleable. Everything is Googleable. It's a fact. That's a fact. It's Wait a minute. So you're okay. Side note, I say that all the time. People look at me fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you talking about? Googleable. That's a fucking word. First off, number it one. It should be if it's not Google Googleable. <laughs> Look, the first person to be in one of our DMs with the definition. But I know what the definition is. It's something that you can Google. <laughs> Even though they're not supposed to say, else. yeah, you're not supposed to say the the word uh, within the definition. But it's that's the. It makes sense. It makes sense. It is but a real thing too. It's do. a real fucking thing. So anyway, I was, I looked this up. So basically, I put in like, what does it mean when you dream about? Um, people from your past or people that yeah just people from your past in general so um hold on let me make sure that was it oh no what do you what does it mean when you dream about um forgiving someone that's what it was because within this dream itself i was forgiving these people so i i I didn't understand it it was weird to me so basically it says um to dream of forgiving someone represents feelings of letting go of the past grudges or resentments. Okay, I was like, all right. Fair enough. It it makes sense. Fair enough. This is a feeling that is important to move on with your life. Negatively dreaming about forgiving may be a sign that you are um, absolving those people of who may have uh, repeated the bad things that have done to you after the fact. So I'm just like, so basically it's telling me I'm growing the fuck up. That's what time. Look at you. So that's that's what I got out of it, right? So today's my topic is about like forgiveness, like forgiving and forgetting. Um, I thought it was very important because just recently, I'll say within the last maybe month, um, I reached out to people just mm-hmm. to be like, what's up? How's it going? Like I've unblocked people on social media. <laughs> That's always a funny one. It is like I unblock people on social media. I unblock their phone numbers, and like I like I'm not saying I'm rekindling anything, Mm -hmm. but I'm just saying like like uh, I'm over it. Yeah. Um. Now there is one person that I just I refuse to to do it, um, to rekindle anything because of the type of I'm not. uh, It's not necessarily trauma. Um. I don't. That's a terrible word. Maybe betrayal. yeah, it was, it was a crazy betrayal within it. So it's like, I feel like they would probably do that again. Yeah. Especially the severe, and, and I'll talk about it. And, and I think it's based on the severity of what it was and who this person represented represented once I, when I first initially got to yeah. Ohio. And I would like to just, you know, insert like a little note in this. You know, forgiving somebody doesn't mean opening the door back in, like... Yeah, yeah, that for sure. Yeah. Open for them. Like I actually saw this quote um a few months ago essentially saying, like, you know, somebody can grow and become a whole new person and it doesn't mean I have to welcome you back into my life. Yeah. Like your growth, great, good for you. I'm glad to hear that. 
right. doesn't undo everything that's happened between us and doesn't change the relationship that we shared. So it doesn't mean I had to welcome you with open arms into my life. Like, that's yeah. okay as well. Forgiving, and it's always important to realize forgiving is for you. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, so it doesn't yeah. have to mean that, you know, and also doesn't, like, every relationship's just not worth rekindling. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I definitely agree with that um, because, like, the people that I have reached out to and I have talked to, and it's like, I don't, I think it was more me forgiving them and then the situation. Like, I didn't really give a fuck if they yeah. forgave me or not. Because at this point, it really, like you said, it has nothing to do with them. It has everything to do with me. And But the fact that they have reciprocated mm-hmm. the like the conversations that, you know, that have been had, I feel like they've either, they're accepting, like, the fact that, all right, Leon's, like, he's okay with whatever happened or this is like growth type thing I, yeah. I don't know like so um it's actually it, it i'm not saying it freaked me out a little bit but it freaked me the fuck out yeah, i mean i think it's such a big in particularly like the way first of all anything that happens in dreams right. is scary as fuck it is um there's thing i actually like kind of recently like, you personally know a little bit about this because i've like confided in you about mm-hmm. it a little bit but I all summer long was having like just random ass dreams um, consistently, though, about somebody who I haven't been speaking to. Right. Um, and I won't say that we were necessarily like in a like it was bad space, but, you know, for right. whatever reason. Um, and then we are just now getting on. We're, we're just now speaking again. Got and it. like, but those dreams freaked me the fuck out. And like, it made me really evaluate. I still don't have a full answer for anybody. Like, right. I, I, mine on Google, I was like, they gave me too many options. I was like, bitch, I, this is a little too much. Sometimes That's the issue with Google. Sometimes they give you a little right. too much. But, um, no, I think dreams can freak you out in the first place. Um, and to be honest, forgiving is really, really difficult. Like, because one, and also we're Tauruses, so we, mm-hmm. we are stubborn, we are prideful, mm-hmm. like... Sometimes you just don't feel like you should have to forgive somebody. It's like, Absolutely. no, fuck you. I'm going to die on this hill and that's that on that. Um, but then I think the part that comes with maturing is realizing, like, they sleeping at night. Yeah. And you mad. Are you, you're, you're holding on to this. Absolutely. Like, forgiving a lot yeah. of times, is, like I said, it's not about welcoming this person or being like, oh, I think we should be friends again. Although right. it can sometimes it can. evolve into that. Like, there's it, people it, who it, I have forgiven and the growth that we both have made allowed us to eventually become cool again yeah and it just could have been the just the time where you know though you or that person or me and that person just wasn't it just wasn't our season yeah people are people are there for reasons and seasons like Mm -hmm. like they're there for a reason and sometimes people are just there for a season like Mm -hmm. they're seasonal workers and shit like that so i mean and everybody serves their purpose absolutely everyone serves a purpose it like because that's a part of your growth within just just your growth it's just that simple so um I would so once I once I figured out like what the fuck that was going on within his dream, of course, I went back to Google again. We gotta use utilize we, our resources. We have to definitely utilize our resources since I'm not in I'm not in the space where um I feel like I need to go to talk to a therapist or a counselor or anything like that mm-hmm. because like I know how to I think I know how to hash my shit out a little bit better. Like I usually get answers more often than not. 
Uh, if I don't, I, like, I have people I, can, I confide in yeah. and just be like, all right, what what is this? What does this mean? Now, so, this is not the podcast saying don't go seek out No, therapy. no, absolutely. Go seek we, out we therapy. Do, could, yeah, we absolutely. are big supporters. Absolutely. Go do that. Like, if you have, if you work for, it, within, uh, so I work insurance, so I'll be full transparent here. Within my company, you have the ability to have, it's called the Employee Assistance Program. Where you are able to get counseling, and sometimes that shit can be for free. Yeah, and you can get like six, like with us, we get six free sessions. I've had that before. I worked for Ohio Health. Yeah, like so they gave us a six free session. Yeah, so you can be able to talk to somebody, video conference, whatever the case may be. A lot, and a lot of people don't know that they have these type things. Utilize your resources. Utilize your fucking resources. Like behavioral health is something that's very important. Um, and particularly in our community, because absolutely. we are not raised up. That's one of the, yeah. that, that is the one thing I will say the younger generation, I feel like, has the advantage of. Is yeah. that they're not, like, I feel like for the millennials, no matter if you were, like, on the younger or older side, you still yeah. kind of came up in that space of, like, yeah, you keep yeah. everything in-house, absolutely. you sweep it under the rug, mm-hmm. you know. Um, we have, what, an 11-year age gap, and I feel mm-hmm. like we both can probably say that. Yeah, not so, for sure. So, yeah, definitely utilize your resources, but... Um, all our good friend here, Leon, is saying is that he doesn't need it right now. Yeah, I don't need it right now. Yeah. <laughs> just that's just where I'm at. So, but with that being said, um, forgiving is critical to our mental health, um, which is, I mean, which is something that's very important because if you like me, who I am, I hold a lot of stuff in. I don't share a lot of stuff, even though, like I said, I know how to because I know how to hash stuff mm-hmm. out within myself. That's not good, necessarily. You know, yo, it's so crazy you picked this topic today. It's so crazy because I literally was just like, I went on a walk with my coworker Mm -hmm. and I was just saying, I was like, so there's this app called um, The Pattern. Okay. And it's similar, like if anybody's ever heard of like CoStar, it's like an astrology app. So I I get it. Some people don't believe in that shit. Um, The Pattern that bitch be reading like to the point where sometimes I just like I've had to take it off like the push alert or notifications because mm-hmm. that bitch be reading my life right. and I'd be like you dirty little raggedy bitch how dare you you That's raggedy funny. ass bitch That's funny. Um, but no like uh, so the app itself I kind of just it sent me something that really confirmed the space that I felt like I was in and I too have the habit of for so long I've just dealt with things internally mm-hmm. that like I very much so was the type of person who was like a lot of shit could be wrong. I'm like, no, everything's cool. Because right. I would just deal with it within myself. And then I was just a ticking time bomb. And like now being in the space of being, like I'm trying to learn how to, even if it doesn't even have to be necessarily something's wrong, you feel me? It's just like, whoops, my bad, y'all. <laughs> niggas is going dead. Um, nigga doing a whole goddamn podcast. <laughs> we got like 15 shows in. Niggas still ain't learned to turn off the alarm. Hey, I turned it off before it's not in every episode y'all gonna let me rap um but no like it doesn't even have to be that something is wrong it's just that like if i have a question that i want asked or if i mm-hmm. if i if something's important to me and it's just on my spirit and it's like hey i want to address this it's not that it's anything's wrong right. it's okay to just fully express myself and i don't have to carry that burden right. by myself because one if you're going to be in my life then i should be able to address like an adult mm-hmm. and that's really what it all is is being an adult and addressing things and not caring that space and then resenting because that's for me i know i will grow to resent you or a situation if i just keep that shit bottled up and deal with it myself that's true because now i'm gonna come up with my own answers yeah. in my imagination wow so something that could have just been like no like i don't feel that way at all i done said all these terrible things about our relationship and that's that on that 
<laughs> so. so, and the reason why I bring it that is very critical to our mental health, um, because when we hold these things in, sometimes we can become irritable, um, mm-hmm. impatient, um, distracted, and sometimes, just depending on what it is, we can become physically ill um, to the fact that yeah, at this point, you're now, like, if you get to that point where you're holding so much anger in and so much like bitterness toward, towards that person, like that's really gonna it can fuck up your that shit your everyday ulcers. routine. It and it probably can't. I mean, no, it, I'm it really, can, I'm so. not saying it's just like forgiverness, right. but like stress. You have to stress think, in general, choosing yeah, yeah, not yeah, to sure. forgive somebody and that's like bring stress. That is yeah. stressful. Hell yeah, because you are focused on a situation. Like that being anger is the type of emotion that can consume you in your whole life. Right. Like. And that, like, being consumed by something, of course it's going to impact your health. Hell positive yeah. or negatively. negatively. Absolutely. No, for sure. Because, um, and I'm going to say this now, but then I'm also going to rehash this because I think it's very important. And you actually brought this up earlier. Forgiveness is all about us. It's not about the other person. We do, um, we do not forgive other people because they deserve it. Mm-hmm. We just don't. We don't have to. It's not. It's, it's all I about got... our mental well-being mm-hmm. it's all about our physical well-being because your mental your physical definitely plays a part in your everyday life because if you're mentally ill sometimes that trickles down to your just like that, that can like trigger down how do you take care of take yourself, care of yourself. yeah like you can go to like just a just a downward spiral for that time being so definitely make sure that if don't stop holding on to grudges yeah i just feel like people don't realize like and once again, this is coming from somebody who, I swear, pride should have been my middle name at one point <laughs> in time in my life. Um, I was incredibly prideful, incredibly stubborn. But the one thing I also noticed about myself is I'm also not, it's not hard for me to forgive. Like right. learning, it was, it was about learning that it was okay to forgive. Right. And once I did that, I was able to let go. Like, I'd be looking at people like, now I don't want nothing to do with you for the rest of my life. And I'm cool on ever speaking to you again. But I'm not angry. I'm not holding on to whatever happened or the, you know, the situation. To be honest, there's things people don't even know that I know that they've done. And I've done forgiven hmm. them for. Got now it. I will remove myself from that situation, though. Yeah. And I don't, I will say, but learning, learning to forgive also made me... Stop feeling like I had to justify things right. to people. It's like, no, I forgive you. That's all I owe this situation. Got it. And I go about my business. And I'm a significantly... I have more joy in my life. Good. That's like, good. than, like, yeah. when I was younger. And yeah. I'd be like, damn, that's crazy. Like, all I, all I can do is forgive you and move forward. Like, I'm not here to... I hope I pray that people, you know... Like, I'm not the type of person to be like, oh, I wish bad upon you just because like, right. you hurt me. Yeah. I've never been that type of person, but, like... I wish you the best. I hope you grow. And that's that. And that's that. That's all I got for you. So, um, funny that you said that because one of the next things that uh, that what I read was talked about was we can learn from our past experiences. Uh, we need to take what we learned, be mindful of that lesson, and move on. So, like me thinking about those things that I've that I've dealt with, or those things that I've just held on to with those, you know, with those people. It made me think like I'm not gonna allow this to happen again type situation. Mm-hmm. Um, like and and, and this and this is after me having this dream. Like I had to learn from what I did or learn from what they did 
make sure that I don't try to do this again. Yeah. I think the easy... So, for me, learning that was realizing that I'm not perfect. And while... Keep... Like, I... Somebody actually said this to me a few years ago. We judge ourselves off our intentions and others off their actions. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not condoning anybody hurting anybody, but, you know, like, I, I can't say I'm a perfect human. I can say that I, I feel like I go above and beyond to be mindful. Mm-hmm. But I've, I know people have been hurt by my actions. Rather, yeah, I feel sure. like they were, rather it was right or wrong. You know, I can't act like I'm perfect and I can't act like I don't want to be forgiven. Mm-hmm. Um, so go, that made it a lot easier to learn to not hold on to grudges. Because right. it's like, damn, like I wouldn't want to be treated this way. Especially if I feel like... Because there are people who really will go above and beyond to try to earn that forgiveness. Yeah, for sure. So no, for those yeah, yeah, yeah. like in particularly for those people, those are probably the people I'm more so open to like actually rebuilding a relationship with is people who actually like put forth the effort to show that they want that forgiveness because like i said we all make mistakes we all have like it's so easy to look at somebody else like i said we judge other people off their actions and ourselves off our intentions that's true so when i look at it like damn like have i ever done something similar or have i ever been in a situation similar to this even if the actual actions were different but it's like where i was on the one the the other side of somebody being upset with me Mm -hmm. but yeah plenty of people been upset with me yeah, I, I, I know for a fact people have been upset with me, so I'm not, that's not even, like, but I try to, if I feel like they're upset with me, I want them to try to talk it out with me mm-hmm. um, so I can see what I did wrong. I have, listen, I am a person that will, I, I know how to hold accountability. Mm-hmm. That's very rare nowadays, uh, but I'm going to hold myself accountable if I did something out of pocket in your eyes, uh, because to me... It may not be out of pocket because that's something I might normally do. Right. Um, but then again, we always have to take an account to other people's emotions and their sensitivities. Especially the people we care about. Yeah, like, for there's sure. people yeah. who I'm going to be yeah. like, damn, that's crazy. You feel that way? Yeah. I really ain't got... Yeah. Yeah. But the people that I care about, it's more important to me that you know that I respect your feelings mm-hmm. and it's about me proving that I'm right or I didn't do anything wrong. Right. So that's where accountability comes in for me. It's yeah, like, for you sure. know what? I did something that upset you. Yeah. It doesn't have to be an arguing situation where we're trying to figure out, well, this was my intention or, well, this is how you viewed it. Right. No, you were upset. And I apologize. Yeah. And in the future, I'll be more mindful of that. And even then, there's certain situations right. where I've had to tell people I'm, I apologize for how this has impacted you, but this is who I am. Because that's also important. Like, that way, yeah. we don't have to run into this situation. Like, you might decide you have to remove like. Once again, being open and honest and communicating with people saves you so much time. Because there's certain people who just are not good fits for your life at this point in time. Like you said, some people are seasonal. And sometimes you... Somebody actually also taught me, like, outgrowing somebody doesn't mean you don't come back into each other. Yeah, for sure. We view outgrowing meaning, like, oh, you will never have space in our life again. And it doesn't necessarily mean that. You just outgrow for that moment. That's all. Which happens. I posted something today that was like, it was like one flower being like, oh, your petals are so nice. Right. The other one was like, yours are too, but I feel like I'm growing slower. Yeah. And the other flower was like, oh, well, we're different flowers. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. So it's like, it doesn't mean, no, if you mind, it doesn't mean that we do grow together and come back together. But it's just, it's realizing that whatever is meant to happen, no matter how much you, you try to fight it or try to push for it, it's, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Absolutely. So you better off just going with the flow and trusting what it is that you're 
spirit and yourself is telling you that you need in this moment. Facts. Um, so with this new, um, uh, with this new um, knowledge, uh, we're better. We we are better equipped for future relationships mm-hmm. um, and the inevitable conflicts that will come with them. Um, so now at this point, we're forgiving said person. Now we're trying to grow. Right. Um, you know, strengthen our relationships with others. So by me reaching out to these people, me we we have different outlooks on life now. We have whether it be a year that you've talked to or you haven't talked to this person, six months you haven't talked to this person, things have changed in your life, mm-hmm. things have changed in my life as far as those um things that's going around. And sometimes I try to and this is what I have done, I'm trying something new. This is very unlike me. I'm trying to go in there as like a brand new person. Like we don't know each other. Like I'm trying to re well, in get, a lot of know, ways, get to know you. So like I feel like because we I can utilize the stuff that happened in the past and utilize the stuff that's happening right now and try to combine those type things to see yeah. how we can make things better. I mean the reality of the situation is is that you can't forget something you already know. Facts. Yeah. Because if that was the case, everybody would forget their trauma. Yeah. But with that being said, like, there's a beauty in not forgetting because now you are aware of certain signs mm-hmm. and certain things, and it's like now you don't have to be hypersensitive to them. Yeah. I think that it's about it's learning to not it's like managing like not using part of forgiving is like I kind of I feel like I said this like with new relationships you don't want to hold against them right. what somebody else did because yeah. that's not fair to anybody right and particularly the new person right. Um, but even with reconnecting with somebody, you know, like there's in particularly one friend I have that it took us, we fell out. We, we didn't speak for two years before she finally apologized. Mm -hmm. Um, and even then I felt this apology was sincere. However, took almost a whole nother year before we actually started hanging out. Um, and then we did hang out and then we had full, the one thing I appreciated even though I now got her side of the story, because keep in mind this this is a story that actually involved multiple parties, right. and I was I was the one who was only hearing it from one side. Got it. So I don't got like it. nobody else is reaching out to me, so I'm just go- only able to go off of what one party is saying. So I talked to the other party, and I'm like, oh, mm. well, that it doesn't change the situation necessarily because she still did what she did, but it gave me a different perspective and better understanding of what led to that. Which for me did make a difference. Um, but what I appreciate mostly was that she still took accountability for her role in it. She never mm-hmm. tried to be like, oh, well, she, this other party did this. Right. So I wasn't really wrong. She still took full accountability. And after that, like having that transparency with each other, I love our relationship more than I probably did when we were younger. So from what it sounds like, um, it deepened regardless of whatever happened. It deepened and then um, it made it it just made it better. It made in spite it significantly of better because that time apart, and then reconnecting, right. I was able. One, we were both able to grow. Right. And I think necessarily, like, and I think people also don't realize sometimes time time apart is necessary. You don't yeah. even realize oh, it. Oh yeah, for sure. It just because it doesn't feel good when it's happening. Mm-hmm. We resent it. Yeah. Um. And then reason end up resenting that person. But no, time for apart for us allowed us both to grow as women. Mm-hmm. And then when she, we did actually actively come back into each other's life, mm-hmm. I was able to really observe 
her growth because I right. did know the old her. And you know, you know, so it's like, and there was characteristics yeah. that obviously, like, you know, stayed. And I don't forget what happened. I'm not, sure. because I'm not naive, you know. Right. But I don't, I no longer, like, I'm not angry about it. I, right. We don't talk about it at all because it's right. not, like, that was something I had to learn. So like we often, as people, we also hold against other people what they've done, even though we wouldn't, and as a society, we're taught that. Like, right. even when you look at, um, the idea of a punishment is that it's supposed to be something that happens because you do something wrong, and right. then once the punishment's over, you move forward. Right. Because you're supposed to have learned something from the punishment. So it's kind of like with jail. Like, the treatment you receive in jail isn't supposed to be the punishment. Right. The treatment yeah. you receive outside of jail, once you're done with your sentence, isn't supposed to be the punishment. Right. It's not the reality, though. As a society, we teach others that it's okay to hold against somebody what they've done wrong mm-hmm. forever. Yeah. And we've also taught ourselves that we should expect that same treatment. So once I started to realize, I actually read this book called The Four Agreements, and that's mm-hmm. what that was one of the biggest things I took from it. I realized that I was doing that to other people. Right. And a lot of it's because we're not dealing with our own hurt. Yeah, that's true. And that's part of forgiving also is realizing yeah. you've got to deal with your own hurt from what actually hurt you in that situation. Absolutely. And that's uncomfortable. Yeah, it, it can be. Um, but, I mean, of course, like I, I mentioned, said, I said this at the beginning of... Um, the segment, I just said, like, there's one situation I just can't forgive. And yeah. the reason why I cannot forgive it is because of the things that I have done for said person. Like, when when <clears throat> when times were rough, like, I was there. Right. When times were good, I was there. Like, I was, I was, I was the person that was either. defending this person. Like, I, I was that person um, to that person. Like, and when I got here, this person was like one of the first people that embraced me being hot. Especially me being I was the I was the new kid. I came from a predominantly all black school. I went to a predominantly all white school. Fun fact, if y'all don't remember from the first episode, Leanna and I actually went to, went the, to the same, same high, high school. school. Oh um, I don't know how long you were there. I know I pretty much just oh, graduated. For a year. Like, I was yeah, there, yeah, I was, I was only there for a so, Um but yeah, so when that happened I was just like, All right, cool, like all right, cool, we good people, whatever, whatever. But then when the situation at hand happened, I'm like, my nigga. Like, if I could tell, like, those stories of, like, how you really are, people would not. Yeah. Different betrayals, um, you know, they hit, hit different. different. Yeah, for um, sure. I definitely know. I also, it's not a situation similar to that, but I know that there are certain people in my life that are significantly harder to forgive mm-hmm. because of the role that they have played into probably one of my biggest traumas in right, my life. Right. So, and each person, the the level of difficulty it is to forgive them is different, you know? Yeah, um, for sure. And the thing I also learned about taking accountability in the idea that forgiving and moving forward with my life and letting go of that is my responsibility. Right. It's also giving myself, you know, the grace to realize certain things are easier to let go of or forgive than others. And it's all a process. And I also had to learn that because um, I personally, once again, I'm prideful. So sometimes right. it's hard for me to even say that there's even something for me to forgive. It's just I'm more so to be like, nigga, I don't even give a fuck. I don't even give a That used to, when I probably from... 18 to 2021, 20, mm. maybe 22, I'd be like, it is what it is. Right. Oh, I love that. And then it, it lets people get off 
Because mm-hmm. a lot of people are going to be like, oh, bet you don't want to make it an issue? <laughs> Say less. It's not an issue. And then they continue right. the same behavior. And now my little feelings keep getting hurt because I'm too damn prideful mm-hmm. to even acknowledge how I feel. Or yeah. I feel bad for feeling how I feel. And realizing, like, no, it's okay to experience that anger and be in a space where I'm not ready to let go of that, you know? Right. And, and that's okay. And, like, I do, for your sake, want you to be, once again, because forgiveness is never for them, it's for you. And I'm right. not saying I think that you should, because you and I have discussed this situation. So right. I, I don't, I also agree that this isn't somebody that I really see any. I don't see any reason for you to allow right, them right. back into your life. And I don't even see it being something that you have to it, like give them your acknowledgement of like, oh, I forgive you. It's just right. something within yourself of being like, you know what? Cool. Like just it, dissolve. Like, it hurt, it yeah. hurt my feelings yeah. It or however it made you feel. It's taken me this long to let go of this, but I'm letting go of it. Yeah. Like, And like I treat people like they nothing but air. I'm good for that. Oh, yeah, and no, I will I'm act like I too. never met you. I'm I'm definitely good for that. So this must be a Taurus. Yeah, thing. no, I'm definitely good. These for are that. the moments I really realize how much Leon and I I'm are like. Because <laughs> I've seen, listen, I've definitely seen people out, and I've had not necessarily an issue with them, like, but I can like I can walk right past you. You know the craziest part? I was in our bar and did that to people. See, that's it was it was hilarious. Like, yeah, I can walk right past you and act like you don't. Exist. You don't exist, and like, and it's not for me. It's not awkward at all. Like, I, I will not, laugh. I mean, I will... It's gonna be awkward for you as fuck because you're gonna be like, damn, this person was so like, uh, like I remember how they were. Like now, right. they, like you're super cold. Like, it's not even super cold. Just like you, you literally don't exist. You don't exist to me. So, um, but uh, with that being said, now we do safeguard ourselves. From being a victim of the same offenses again. It's not okay to dwell on what happened and rehash it on a regular. Instead, we need to remember what happened to avoid it from happening again. So, I think think we definitely do that. I think I have done that and I'm realizing that I'm doing that um, when I look back on stuff and, like, I remember what happened in that Mm -hmm. past situation. I don't allow myself for things like that to happen again. So I try to be, I'll be more cautious on the fact on like who I'm talking to about yeah. certain situations. Um, because we mentioned this previously about bullying. People will utilize those things in order to try to hurt you the most. Mm-hmm. Especially if you confide in them. Yeah. Um, because it's, some people it's just difficult. have dusty ass intentions. Yeah, they do. In the words of Corey, shout out to Corgasm. Corgasm, Cougargasm. <laughs> leave, leave my bitch alone. Cougargasm. Leave Still my bitch her. alone. But yeah, but so I'm realizing my like I'm not allowing certain actions, certain certain actions that happen again. Like I could see when people are saying words to me, I just be like, all right, I know this pattern, so I'm not yeah. gonna allow it. So cool. You can keep saying these words. I'm just gonna change the subject at this point. Right. So I, I'm, I'm learning to do that. It's now forgiving. It's a hard it's fucking hard. thing. It is it's hard. hard as fuck. It, it, it is. is. I think it's one of those things. Once you, mm, I would say, once you really learn and grow comfort. Like mm-hmm. for me, like I find comfort in forgiving because it right. just, it means that I've let go. Um, the one thing I also feel like that helped me actually was learning to, learning to forgive. 
I had to learn to take my like my own accountability in the situation. Right. So it more so was like, okay, I see what I did in this. Or I see, you know, where maybe my wrong in this was. So I forgive you. And I'm moving forward. And once again, it's like I've always gone for it with forgiving of knowing that I don't have to allow you back in my space. This Rather that just mean the same way that I had mm-hmm. or at all. And I'm cool with both options. Like there's people who I've forgiven and we can be the best of kick it friends. We will never be close again. And there's mm. people who I've forgiven, like I said, I you ain't nothing but air, baby. Like <laughs> I'm perfectly fine with that too. You um, just made me cough. I almost choked and almost died. And it, it wouldn't have been another show. You would have been doing this shit wrong. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah, I almost died. Do I, almost, I choked on air right there. So it could have been someone telling me something. Lord. Uh, that I need to forgive their ass. Eh, probably not. Anyway. He's working on it. I'm work- Listen, God knows my heart. Man, I love to tell people that. He knows my heart. You feel me? He knows it. He probably like, yeah, bitch, I'm telling you to work on that shit, work too. Work on that shit right now. Facts. Um, but um, as I, I said this before, and I said I was going to try to rehash this once again. Forgiveness is all about us. Mm-hmm. It's not about the other person. Um, it is a great value in mastering this forgiveness skill. Um, but not forgetting. So we need to make sure we can forgive someone mm-hmm. to the high heavens. But just make sure we yeah. don't forget this shit. Because then you playing yourself stupid. Yeah, yeah. Now you like, play I'm going to be honest. Like, DJ you Khaled, yourself. you played yourself. Sorry. You feel me? It, it's facts. Well, we we just need to take good care of ourselves. Require regular forgiveness of others. It it needs to happen because okay. it's because one better we would want it. Our, yeah. better mental health. We would want it ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and ain't once again, and this ties into the mental health aspect though. Mm-hmm. Like, but anger is one of probably the easiest emotions to be consumed by, and it's probably the least productive. So do with that what you want, mm-hmm. but. I got a hell of shit to be productive about, and a hell bitch yeah. already likes to put shit off. Yeah. I can't be caught up in being mad listen, at somebody am, who don't pay not one of my bills listen, anyway. <laughs> listen, I am way too busy, way too we busy, busy ass motherfuckers to be worried about somebody else because, especially when they sleeping at night. Like, and I'm trying to sleep at night because I will be so goddamn busy. Like five hours of sleep sound beautiful right now. That's a so beautiful. If I could go to sleep for five, if I could sleep for an hour, I'd be okay. Sometimes, nah, I'm probably not. If I could sleep between six a.m. and eight a.m., that's like the I get the best sleep. I don't know why those you know two what? hours. You might be on something. There. <laughs> you know, I don't know. He looked at me like I was kind of crazy. No, because he I, thought about I, it. I thought about this because I really was. I was up doing something I shouldn't be doing. And I got home like around six. Oh, he was being fast, y'all. And then I literally had to get up at eight thirty to had it had an appointment, and like that hour hour and a half little. It just hit different. It, it was I was like, damn! I felt like I felt refreshed. I now once I got done with my appointment, I went like to go. I took a nap, but still I was refreshed for what you needed for to what I needed to be refreshed for. My mind was. Was better. It was six, turning better. Six to eight hit different. It just hit different. It do. It, it's a beautiful time. Of the I day. wish I could, but I and crazy thing is, I used to wake up around six, yeah, around six o'clock every day yeah. to go. But I'm usually sleep prior to that. But 
that little six between six and seven time. Listen, I mean, this news button 775 Look, times. I have an alarm set at 6 30, 7, 7 30, and then 8. And I get out of bed at 8 15. I am going to hold you. I'll be having my clothes laid out. I take a quick shower. I, I always shower the night before, but I like to shower again in the morning. Do, like a little sprinkle, sprinkle. Oh, so bad. You know? little, little, little splash. But no, like it also just wakes me up in general. Brush my teeth, throw my clothes on. Like I'm really low maintenance, so like I be ready to go. But I be telling myself like, bitch, you realize what you could do if you got up at six thirty in the morning. Facts. Like, I say that I say this to myself every morning. And then I be like, but you know how good this sleep gonna be until eight fifteen. Listen, I, I luckily I have my routine on a regular basis, so I'm good with that. Um, but with that being said, um, this was a this is a very interesting. We're showing show. y'all a different side of us. Listen, man, I, we can be we can be goofy and silly all we want, but sometimes we got to be real and serious. So very rarely, I felt I felt like I felt like this was something that was needed. Um, and yeah, and, and like I said, it was something that was on my mental, Literally. so I feel like it need to really like got to get it out. So this is my therapy. Me I told too. you, I know how to hash it out. Ew. It makes sense now. Ew. You get it, guys. You get it. It you, all makes sense. You guys are my my diary. <laughs> That's what we use y'all for. That's, That's really exactly why we do this podcast. This is the reason why. Lord, well, but, we we talk about polygamy in the next. We talk about forgiveness. Yeah. Hey, those would go hand in hand, though. Uh, it makes sense. Listen, we do stuff there's for a, a reason. There's logic to our madness. There's always logic. <laughs> um, but, hey, uh, make sure y'all follow us on all of our social media sites. Um, it's, it's a, a motherfucking, motherfucking thing podcast. podcast. Um, make sure you hit us up. Now, if you got questions for us, DM us personally or uh, through the website. Um, not through the web, through, through Instagram. Our, the um, podcast, also, Instagram. Yeah, you can hit us up on uh, Gmail. Um, it's a motherfucking thing podcast, podcast. at gmail If you have any questions pertaining to that, we would like to start doing like a question of the week. Yeah, maybe absolutely. spend like absolutely. ten minutes answering one of y'all questions, rather yeah. be relationship advice, whatever. whatever we both single, so I don't know how much we're gonna be able to help y'all with that. But we can be those single friends that talk shit about your your, your, your raggedy ass yeah. relationship. Um, but yeah, we can definitely do that. Uh, just make sure you hit us up. Um, once again, it's your boy Ellie to the win. It's your girl, the one and only Storm. It's a motherfucking thing, and we out. Ew.